Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about metrics. I know, you're like, wait a minute, you don't talk about metrics. I know, it's it's not something I often talk about. Meaningful metrics, uh, other than views and saying views don't equal value, there is an entire podcast just about that particular topic. But today I think is an important one to mention because there is one metric that matters most to Instagram's algorithms, specifically when it comes to Instagram reels and just videos in general. I would even go as far as saying this applies to other platforms, certainly Facebook, but but also YouTube. The hint here is it's not engagement. You might actually be looking at the wrong, wrong metrics to make decisions about what kind of content to create and share on Instagram. And views are easy to measure, but they aren't really accurately able to tell you what's truly resonating with your target audience. Recently, Instagram has rolled out a new metric called watch time. I'm going to tell you where to find it. Hold on just one second. I also have to give you a little bit of an asterisk at the time of the recording of this podcast. Not every single user has this. It's still being rolled out. So if you go and check it and you don't see it, it's okay. It's coming. Watch time is going to show audience retention or their interest in watching the entire video. Now, when this first rolled out, I was told, because I I didn't actually have it when it first rolled out, that there was uh, kind of a retention graph, which I personally feel like they need to include. I think on YouTube, there is like a graph that you can go and look at and see when the drop-off happens. And that's a really, really important Because you need to know, is there a drop-off happening in the first three to five seconds? Is it happening in the middle? Are people not making it all the way to the end? Because you kind of want to diagnose where are some areas that you can improve to increase that watch time. And watch time is is a really, really hard uh, metric to to really get your hands around and to figure out, okay, what is my formula or template? At least it is for me. A lot of content sometimes hits and sometimes doesn't. And yes, there are guidelines and tips, which I'm going to share here, but it can all feel a bit overwhelming as well. So I don't want you to get so wrapped up in watch time, so wrapped up in making sure that you have all of these things that you're just like, I don't even want to make this video. You can literally sit down in your closet and record a video without any editing and just storytell. Or you could be walking. Like if you ever watch Mel Robbins, I love her reels and she's not doing any editing at all. So you don't have to do these things, but if you are interested, if you do like to test things, then I am going to share these tips with you. And they're tips that I use and have used. And certainly as I continue to improve and test, I will share that here as well. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to increase your watch time on your videos. Now, the most important thing, sort of the gold standard, quote unquote, if you will, for the algorithm and determining, okay, are we going to serve this video out to more people? Is are people re-watching? Are they watching to the end and then re-watching? That is a really, really majorly important metric. That's also really hard. But when you see like a viral video, it's probably because people have either sort of looped it so it just starts over and you don't even know it, or it's something really funny or a fail video and people are watching it again and again. The better the watch time, the more likely that video is going to be served to more people. So let's dive into some tips to increase it. 
Now, the first thing I have talked about, I have an entire download. You can go to my Instagram or my website. You can grab your hooks guide. I believe I even have several podcasts, one of which was my favorite with my friend Mo, about hooks. How you start your video matters. You do not have three seconds to grab someone's attention. You have to start grabbing attention at zero because think about how you're consuming content. You're just scrolling up. You're just swiping up to the next video and waiting for something to grab your attention, which means you need a strong hook. I would recommend starting at zero, start right away. If you need to trim off the end in post-production, great. Do that. Be talking immediately. And I think that I'm I'm going to be testing out longer hooks. I want to keep people watching and build that curiosity for at least a few seconds, three seconds, four seconds. I wouldn't suggest maybe a 10 second hook, but that could definitely be something that if done well and done strategically and the content itself is really building curiosity or perhaps it's a little bit controversial or a different perspective. Again, this is a bit more of an advanced strategy. You don't have to make a really thought out uh, multi-sentence hook. It can literally just be asking a question and using the word you. But a hook is really, really, really important. And if we can't get them past three seconds, then we're definitely not going to get them all the way to 30 seconds. Number two is including a clear text title or headline, that first frame that people are going to be seeing as they swipe up. You have to have like a visual hook too. Now, the visual hook and the verbal hook don't have to match. In fact, nine times out of 10, they don't. Um, So this is a secondary chance for you to uh, draw people in with curiosity or tell them exactly what they're going to see. For example, a basic one would be three reasons that you need to X or three ways to Y. That can be a title that lives in the first few seconds of your reel so that when people are scrolling, they're going to be able to see it and read it and it may grab their attention. It's also going to serve as the cover photo for your actual reel when it's posted in your grid. Now that's important because when somebody new comes to your profile, they're going to scan through your content. And if you can't tell me immediately what your topics are or what your video is about, if I have just a picture of your face, I have no idea what your topic is. I'm not going to consume that video. Clear titles and headlines. Think of it as a text or visual hook and that will complement the verbal hook that you are giving in the video. Number three is keeping someone's brain engaged. And the way we do this is through movement. It could be recording in clips, which we call jump cuts. It could be simply changing your angle every time you're going to record a new clip. And I did this the other day. I had my tripod out. I put my phone on it and I have a little swivel chair and I just moved Uh, to the left side of my desk for one clip and then the right side of my desk. And then I zoomed in a little bit in the middle and I shot that clip and then just repeated. So it doesn't have to be anything super fancy or like you have to go to post-production and some other kind of fancy editing. It can just literally be changing your angle a little bit. You could also go back and forth between, say, doing a voiceover and then talking to the camera or doing a green screen where you have an article in the background And then it's just your face to camera. Again, you can mix it up with those visuals. You can do some zoom ins and zoom outs. They haven't made that as easy in the post-production or editing phase of reels. They really need to add that. (laughs) They need to add quite a few uh, editing features. I also sometimes add sound effects. I add little GIFs and I put the uh, timer on so that maybe it's not on for the whole thing. But you can have sort of those visual... um, 
cues that keep the brain engaged. Number four is adding closed captions. We've talked about this so many times before. Closed captions need to be there to optimize for that sound off environment. When you're watching reels, it is a sound off environment. You have to actually physically turn it on. And let's not forget about the most important reason we're using closed caption for accessibility for the hard of hearing and deaf communities. Also for the neurodivergent users, I'm one of them, who appreciate the ability to, to be able to read and hear the content at the same time. And so it's important to not force people to consume your content only in one way. It's really empowering and it's going to encourage more watch time, retention, engagement, sharing, saving, et cetera, when people can consume your content in a way that they need or want to. Number five is set some watch time expectations. And what I mean by that is if you have three tips or five tips, let them know. You can do that right up front. You can do it sort of in the middle. You could say, I've got three ways that I'm going to teach you how to blank. And now they know that there's three points. And sometimes you might even see people where they're like, and you're not going to want to miss the last one because it's fire or it's whatever, you know? So those are some ways that you can kind of keep people watching as well. And hopefully they'll stick around to hear the last one. A couple of other ideas is that you don't want to repeat yourself. And this is going to take time. This is going to take skill as you create more short form vertical videos. And if you've repeated anything in your video, delete the one part that you repeated it. You want to be as concise as possible. And for me, how I ta uh, tackle this is I write everything out. I actually do a script and I'll just delete and edit. And then what I'll do is I'll record my video, not necessarily reading from the script, but that is how my brain works. And that helps me make sure that I'm being much more concise. I have spent years honing the skill of being concise. And so don't be hard on yourself if you're having a challenge with that. It will come with time. Also, I would say another tip is, are you talking very slow? Or are you only talking in like one style? Um, this is a more advanced tactic because one, you have to have some comfort. You have to have some experience on video in order to feel comfortable enough to change the tonality or the pace or the speed of your speaking and to make facial expressions and to feel like you can use your hands. But all of that impacts the brain staying engaged as well. Storytelling is a skill that you will develop as well. Telling a story once upon a time, or you'll never believe when this happened, or the worst thing that ever happened to me. And as long as you're concise and not repeating yourself and your story is interesting, you can get people to stay with you because we do want to hear how the story ends up. Sometimes the best way to storytell is to start with the ending, let people know what actually happened at the end, and then back into it. And maybe you've seen some movies that do that as well, where they start with the end and you're like, whoa. Whoa, what's happening and you want to, your, your curiosity is peaked and you want to see how they got there. You could also address a specific user. I do this all the time where I say real estate humans, or if you are a realtor who, if you are a mortgage human who knows you need to get on video, but you just can't quite build up the courage and go on from there. So that will also make sure that you're sort of uh, weeding out the people that you're not interested in bringing into your community and addressing that really specific niche. Uh, one other thing that I can recommend is, you know, the, the titles or the hooks that are sort of like, avoid this, uh, don't make this mistake. I mean, we don't want to be fear inducing with all, with all of our titles, but there is definitely something to the more controversial, the more shocking, the more, um, 
you know, curiosity building, uh, pain avoidant topics and, and hooks that you can that you can also uh, get started with. And then one other thing I would recommend, and this is a maybe a small thing to some people, but it's a really big thing for me, is if the music is too loud or distracting, I will scroll past if I've started watching it. I do recommend that if you're going to be using music, it should add to the overall storyline. Don't rely just on music because there's issues with that too. And they could take away the music and then also takes away your voice. And then it's just a silent video. Um, but relying on it to get more views, what are the views going to get you? They're just going to get you more views. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get more clients from it. So unless it's really necessary, don't totally rely on music. And if you are going to add music, make sure that it's a very, 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 very low volume on a scale of one to a hundred when you're in there and you can change the scale of the volume. I usually keep mine under five, very, very, very low. So be aware that some users are not going to watch your video in its entirety if the music is too distracting or too loud. So I'll continue to share tips on how to increase watch time as I test those out as well. Now, the last thing I'm going to leave you with is how to find this. Please remember, you may or may not have this yet. So keep that in mind. I also think that your older reels, since they rolled out this metric, may not have them on it. It might just have started from like when they actually started rolling it out. I'm not totally sure on that either, but that's kind of what I've been hearing from some friends. So if you want to see this metric, if you have it, you're going to find it on your actual reel. So go to your profile, go to your reel, tap on any reel that you want to see. Let's I would say preferably something that's recent. Um, and maybe it's your most recent reel. Tap on it, open it up, start watching it. Down at the bottom on the right, you're going to see three dots. And that's sort of where your menu is. If you click it, it'll pop open the menu and you will be able to see insights. You'll scroll down a little bit and you'll see the word insights. Tap on that. And that's going to open up all of your insights that will show like engagement, accounts reach. And if you scroll down a little bit past the engagement section, it will say watch time. And at least for right now, it's going to show you sort of like a total watch time. And then it's going to give you an average watch time. So it'll show you like a larger number. And then it will say, and here's the average watch time. Right now, I think the average watch time is what you're interested in because it's going to tell you, okay, in this 30-second video, the average watch time is five seconds. Oh, okay, I need to work on my intro. Or the average watch time is 15 seconds. Okay, that's pretty good because they're making it halfway through. What can I change in the end? Or wow, this is really, really high. I should double down and do more of these videos in this particular style because this really captured people's attention. This also doesn't mean that all of us should start making five second reels, okay? Make it as long as it needs to be and not a second longer. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at chelsea.pites. Please be aware of scammers. I have only one account and I'm never going to sell you anything or make you move to Telegram or sell you crypto. And so make sure that you are following the right account. I will have an active live story at all times. I also have a podcast that you can go and listen to about how to make sure that you're staying safe from scammers in a 2023 environment. And last but not least, I have a ton of freebies, downloads, and courses that you can grab all within my Instagram profile. Click the link in bio and enjoy all of the free gifts that I'm offering there. I'd love to hear from you, so send me a DM. And until next time, we'll see you then.